0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the third episode of All of It. I am your host, Lily graciela Garay, and I'm so happy you're here. So I am, if I sound like I just woke up, it's because I did just recently wake up, and I recorded the podcast episode three times in a row Um, and then I was so excited because the third time I was like, oh yeah, this is finally the one. And then as I I was, I was uploading it, I listened back to it and I was like, oh my gosh, I totally didn't record it with my mic and not too much of a mic snob, but because I was banging my, my mic around, like with the cable, it kept hitting my computer because I'm holding it instead of having it on a stand. Anyways, the audio was super terrible and I didn't want to do that to your guys' ears, especially if you're listening in the car. So, yeah, today's episode is called Figuring It Out. And it's inspired by a coffee date that I had with somebody yesterday. It was our first time getting coffee and she was so sweet. Um, it just one of my, you know, I'm very extroverted and and I love people. Um, and I'm very social. So I see this barista literally everywhere and I'm always saying hi. And I finally, I was like, you know, she seems super cool. I wonder if she'd want to get coffee. So I asked her, she said, yeah. So um, we hung out yesterday and it was just really fun and, and really deep conversation. I mean, I, you know, she dived right in um, to deep conversation and it was just really fun like to get to have that kind of um, talk in the middle of my day. Um, And so we were talking about figuring it out and how there's just so many, um, just so many ways that we put pressure on ourselves to, like, have it all figured out by a certain age or, like, a certain completion example. I remember thinking when I graduated college, like, oh, I'll have it all figured out by the time I graduate college false like eh. (laughs) um not true at all um so a little backstory on that I went to college in Florida for three years graduated in 2019 um and no I'm not smart because I graduated in three years I went to another school for a semester and then I had dual enrollment credits so I ended up graduating only needing three years in Florida but um Yeah, it was a good time. Um, Obviously, best of times, worst of times. You're in your late teens, going into your 20s. ...to follow. So it was a good time for me to kind of figure that stuff out. Um, And I wasn't telling myself I had to figure it out by the end of college, but... um, I ended up figuring it out halfway through and I was really thankful for that. Um anyways, so yeah, I mean the the right like that's all part of it. Like it's all you're depending on whether you go to college or not. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like the late teens, 20s, it's such a good time to try and figure out life. There's a great book called Defining Decade. Um obviously if you're somebody who like you're going to feel a lot of pressure from reading something, don't read it. Um, but it's very informative from a psychological standpoint. Um, she gives a lot of like statistics and facts um, and it really helped me. I read it when I was, right in 2020. So I think I was 22 when I read it. Um, 23 maybe, no, 22. And it really, really helped me to kind of like hone in on the things that I wanted to grow in and it kind of confirmed like oh yeah these are areas that I need to grow in um especially when you're talking about like a fully developed brain and everything um but yeah if you are under 25 I recommend reading Divining Decade and if you're over 25 then maybe you know feel free to read it and you can use it as a recommendation um, for the, people that you know that are in their 20s because you know I would still even 20s 25 to 30s still read it and I would still read it even if I wasn't in my young 20s but it is very very helpful if you're in, in a big season of figuring it out with work stuff especially um, was how I felt about it Um. so yeah so let's see I have some notes written down here as you can probably tell I I enjoy structure as a person but I also don't want to make the things that I consider art or consider fun super structured. So like this podcast, I I have notes written down for each episode, but um, it's definitely kind of just whatever's coming to mind. Um, because I, I don't know those are honestly the kinds of podcasts that I've always enjoyed. It's just kind of like where it flows in and out. Um, but yeah, I I figured in this on this topic of figuring it out, I would just talk about my week and the different things that, three different things that um, I experienced, and how that is just part of my journey of figuring it out. So, this week was my last week of going to therapy every single week for the last few months. Um, and I'm really excited about that because I started going, I think, in October my friend had passed away in August and that was pretty devastating. Um, and really, really hard for me to, to work through that. And so, you know, I think there was already a lot of insecurities around that time, like in my head. And then I was having such a hard time processing it. If you're anything like me, you're a verbal processor and emotions can sometimes be difficult to swallow. Um, you know, as I've gotten older, I've allowed myself to, you know, cry more, to feel more, but sometimes I'm not great at processing it. Um, and I just got to a point a month after his death where I, I really just needed like a third party to, to kind of like be able to be super honest with, um, and just talk and have somebody give me advice. And, um, I ended up going on psychology today and, applying for, you know, submitting information for six different ones. And I just remember being in my bed praying like, God, please just pick one for me because I don't even know how to pick one. And I'm so, I don't even, I can't even function right, right now. So it was pretty great. It was actually the first person that I talked to from that lineup of people I submitted information to. Um, And she was amazing. Well, not was, is. I'm still going to see her once a month or, like, as needed. So I'm just excited. I think, like, you know, I was never really hesitant about going to a therapist because since I was really young, I really loved the idea of being a therapist. I'm not one, and I'm not going to be one. But, um, yeah, there was, for me, never really that stigma around it. Um, But I understand that. I understand why there is a stigma for some people. Um, But honestly, like there's just so many incredible tools that a professional can give you and that she gave me. Um, and there's other things in my life that, and areas in my life where I've been able to like actually process so much better because now I have these tools. Um, and you know, we talked about my friend's passing, but also so many other things. So, that's kind of like what I love about therapy is you can really talk about so many different things going on in your life and you can get tools for like all of it. Um, (laughs) and, um, yeah. So in my journey to figuring out life, I've figured out that therapy is very helpful. Um, and that processing things is helpful. Being honest with the people around you is helpful. And Honestly, you guys, I was just not sure when I, when I was going to be able to go down from every week to less. Um, and I was really scared to do that because I, I was just like, man, I, I was believing the lie that the people around me didn't care about me enough to listen and listen well. But I've really realized like, no, I have surrounded myself with really incredible people they are there for me. Um, and you know, I think like with making new friends and being in newer communities, it can definitely be difficult to like find your tribe as people say on Instagram. Um, but for me, like I've been going to my church consistently since I moved back and it's a new church for me. So I just started going three years ago and I don't even know that I could say that I'd had some commitment issues, but Go, like picking something like church and going every single week, even if I don't feel like it and going to a life group every single week, even if I don't feel like it, a life group is just a small group of people studying the Bible together. Um, it, those are the terms for my specific church. But anyways, you know, like being committed to something and like doing it, like those are things that are very practical things for me um, that are really helpful. Like, you know, I know that it's going to be helpful in my friendships and my relationship one day um because i am making those steps now to know how to commit so yeah um that's the first thing the second thing is as i mentioned earlier that i went and i got coffee with a friend yesterday um and part of our conversation was actually about redefining success um and she she's so sweet and she goes so how do you how would you define success for yourself today? And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's such a good question because I know when I was in high school, I was, I mean in high school and throughout college, I was like obsessed with my calendar. Um, I still like, you know, have a color coded calendar. It's very, very helpful for organizing, but like I was just obsessed with having a bunch of things in the calendar. Like I thought it made me more important and more cool that I was doing like a million things. Um, and I wasn't ever making time to rest. And so uh, yesterday was a pretty rainy day here in Virginia. And sometimes on rainy days, I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Like, I don't know. It's just uh, it's just a so blah. I love the sunshine. Um, and so I was telling her, you know, I think for me, success today is slowing down and grabbing a cup of coffee with a new friend. It's like that. I was courageous enough to make the connection say hi to you. Um, and then after a while, ask you to coffee and, and make a new friendship and, and know somebody else in my community. I was like, I feel like that's that, that feels pretty successful to me. And then later, like last night I was going to my life group and I was like, and and I think that that's successful, successful for me too, because again, it's like working on those, like that little issue for me. Um, and, and continuing to be open and honest with the people around me. Um, and it, yeah, so like, I love how the Spanx, um, the CEO of Spanx says her dad would redefine success for them as how did you fail today? And I think the concept there is like, don't, you know, it's not about messing up, but it's about what new thing did you try or how are you putting yourself out there? Um, And in our quest to figuring it out, I think that redefining success is so important. Or, you know, just like it doesn't have to be about the amount of money in your paycheck. It doesn't have to be about about the amount of hours that you're working. It can be little things. It can be, you know, success for me today was reaching out to a new friend. It was buying myself flowers. It was just having a nice day and appreciating the rain. It was, you know those kinds of things. And, and I know that the world, especially like hustle culture, will look at that and laugh and say that is so not successful. But I promise you there are way more people in the world that will see that successful than not. Um, especially people I feel like I get it. You know, I've talked to people from all like walks of life and people that really get it have such a good balance of joy, making making like fun events and making time for rest and working hard. Um, And we're not, as people, we're not perfect. So there's going to be times where we mess it up, you know? Um, It just is what it is. And you just have to like tell yourself, I'm going to keep going. You know, I think a lot of times I can make my life so much more difficult with the mindset that I have around something, like if, if I think, oh man, this thing's going to be a drag and I'm not going to have any fun and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'll still go do it. And then afterwards I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the best time ever. It's so amazing. And my mom can speak to this cause she knows when I was younger, <laughs> we would go do family things and I'd be like, I don't want to go. That sounds so boring. Um, and then every time afterwards I'd be like, oh my gosh, this was the most fun thing ever. Um, and so, yeah, I think you know, I think there's ways that like personally I need to push myself. And so I try doing that. Um, and I think that that's all part of figuring it out, you know, just like trying new things. I'm getting redundant at this point, but you get it, you know, being successful is not all about what looks good on the outside, but it's about knowing that you're doing your best on the inside too. All right, that brings us to point number three. So this week I got a new contract starting in mid-April and I am so incredibly excited about it. It's going to be really, really fun for me. Um, And, you know, it's so funny because since I was in high school, I have had just so many different jobs. I remember I was allowed to get a working permit when I was 14 and i was all about it just so incredibly excited to begin working um, no idea why i guess i just wanted the money and i also just wanted like to have something to do cuz i was homeschooled um so yeah i i've waitressed i've been a barista i've um, summer of 2019 i worked at cleaning and i worked doing deliveries for a rental company so i'd bring dishes and pick up dirty dishes, um, from like weddings and stuff. I worked at Boys and Girls Club. I worked as an admissions counselor at my college. Um, yeah, there's just like all these different little things I've done, internships, um, and stuff like that. And, you know, I've packed a lot of things in the last 10 years of my life that it's all been really fun. And I've, I've honestly learned so much and it's been really great. And I don't think that that's everybody's path, but my brain just works in that way where it's like I love new things and I love to learn um so anyways the point being that I got this new contract and it actually like it has you know I have all the experience for it but it's not necessarily ha- the the direction that I'm building my company in right now um but it's still a great contract and so I was, I was looking in my Instagram DMS and I got these two questions from, um, Brianna and she asked me specifically about content creating. Is it hard and how do you stay motivated when there's so much competition? Because she's really wanting to get into content creating. So she just wanted to ask those two questions. Um, And while I was thinking about the answers, I was thinking of, you know what? This applies to so many other things in life. Um, But is content creating difficult? I would say in general, it's not incredibly difficult, right? Like me personally, I'm doing photography, videography, um, and then social media marketing those can seem like a lot of different things that they actually all encompass or it's all encompassing. How do you say that? Oh my gosh, I'm blanking right now. Um, but yeah, I think when I'm thinking about this new contract I have, when I'm thinking about the other work that I'm doing, it's, it's not that these are hard things. It's just that in, in the process of figuring out what it is that you enjoy doing and what direction you're building something in. It's, there's always going to be a learning curve with the skills that you need and you can learn all the skills you need and still absolutely still need to grow. You know what I mean? Like barbers, my brother's, my brother's a barber. He is an amazing barber. He still goes to classes to learn new techniques and what are the new instruments that Um, he can, you know, is using for, for cutting hair shears and clippers and all that stuff. You know, as a singer, as a songwriter, there's always going to be more to learn people to surround myself with, et cetera. As a content creator, it's the same way I can be really good at taking pictures, but is there a new way to edit? Is there a new way to compile a video? Is there a new way to market? Is there a new way to promote? I do think a lot of it is part of being, living in an American culture in 2022. But I do think that that's just part of the beauty of anything, like what's hard and please don't take this out of context, but what's hard is the mindset that we put around things like I was talking about earlier, how things could be a drag, right? It was, a, it's like a mindset of, oh, this is, this is going to be really hard. Oh, this is not going to be fun. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and obviously I think that there are times when like we need to reevaluate in life and and find the balance, but anything can be hard. You know, this is not to like, to say Brianna's question is is not a good question, but I do think it's an unfair question to ask, um, for so many things outside of content creating, because yeah, anything can be hard, but at the end of the day, you can, learn the skills. Anybody can learn different skills at any level that they're at. Um, And of course, there's going to be seasons when it's harder or easier to do something depending on what you're going through. But you really like, I really, really believe in, and not hustle culture, but in pushing yourself when you need to. Um, I think a lot of us, especially myself, I can really hold myself back because I'm like, well, this thing is going to be difficult and I don't know. Um I don't know if I have the capacity to learn a new skill, you know. Am I really have to ask myself sometimes? Am I holding myself back? Like am I just scared of doing this thing? Am I just scared of failing? And that goes to back to redefining success, you know. A lot of times the mentality around something can be shame-based or fear-based because we, you were taught to get A's in school or you were taught that you can't mess up when you're playing a sport or whatever the case may be. Not everything has to be performance-oriented. It can just be figuring it out. Um, her second question was, how do you stay motivated when there's so much competition? And I'll end with this. There's only one you, and I know that that is the cheesiest thing in the world. But sometimes I have to remind myself, like, my superpower is that I myself, you know, in my last episode with my dad, we talked about owning who you are. And uh, like, the more that I'm talking, the more I'm like, oh, my gosh, is is this a motivational podcast? Because I do not (laughs) want it to be this unrealistic motivational thing. But it's really difficult to stay motivated, you know, especially when something like a pandemic happens, especially when something like hard, like a friend's passing happens, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be as big as either of those things. But there are difficult things that happen in life and it can be hard to want to stay motivated. But when it comes to competition, you just have to be calm. like there's a TikTok, right? It's like, um, what do you do on the days when you're not feeling so great? something along those lines and the person responds with I fake it and then it's kind of like the person being all confident and stuff that's the kind of energy you need to have like yes fake it till you make it do you know how many times I've walked in a room and definitely not been the smartest one it's not about you know it's not about being the smartest one it's not about being the most talented one it's not about being the most successful one as far as the most clients, the most money. It's about being yourself and your work reflecting that because people want to work. You know, people won't always hire what looks like the best other standards. They want to work with somebody that gets their vision. They want to work with somebody that understands where they're going. And maybe you're the person that can help with that. Maybe your business idea, maybe your personality, maybe your motivation in life can be incredibly beneficial to collaborating with other really amazing businesses. And so I stay motivated because, you know, I I do content creating and then I sing as well and I have a podcast. And those are all things where industries right now are just flooded with podcasts. We're flooded with different musicians and singers, but nobody's lived the life that I have. Nobody's writing the same songs that I'm writing. You know what I mean? Nobody is taking the exact same pictures that I'm taking. Um, and you know, I, it's really, I think vital to not have a competition mindset. I definitely grew up competing, um, in singer competitions and I was on the swim team and basketball team, but I was pretty bad. Um, but you know what I mean? Like our, our society teaches us to be incredibly competitive. Um, And so it's important to kind of like reframe your mindset around, you know, I'm going to be a girl's girl and this, this woman is incredibly successful at what she's doing. Oh my gosh. Let me how can I support her business? Um, and you know, you, I can't always afford what people are selling, but how can I support it on social media? How can I encourage her? Um, if you're a guy, like, you know, how can I be a guy's guy? You know, I think it's sometimes easier for guys, honestly. Um, That's a whole different podcast. And if you want to talk about that with me on here, send me an email or DM me. Um, But all that to say, there's always going to be competition regardless of the industry, unless you have a really like niche idea, um, which cool. Um, But as we're all figuring it out, just remember that the people around you that seem to be more successful than you, they're also figuring it out. Listen to like any TED talk, Um, from like a CEO or business owner, entrepreneur, they're always going to be like, oh yeah, I started in my mom's kitchen and somehow it led to this door and then somehow that door led to this door and and somehow this door led to that door. That is literally all figuring it out, you know? So I believe in you, believe in yourself um, and remember that the best is yet to come. You've got this. See you next week.